This was a week of accelerating developments. This week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Brought to you by BalticWind.eu Hello and welcome back. I'm your host Krzysztof Pulski and this is the 72nd episode of our weekly podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Baltic Power, one of the most advanced offshore wind farm projects in the Polish part of the Baltic Sea. For more information on the joint investment of PKN Orlen and Northland Power, please visit balticpower.pl. And I would like to start by inviting you to read our interview with Valerie Godinez Azguaga, where we speak about accelerating wind farm developing, uh, relying on fourth industrial revolution of tech advancements. With this interview, we are starting a debate on how the green reindustrialization in Europe under uh, the Net Zero Industry Act should take place. In a series of interviews, podcasts and webinars, we would like to show and discuss the importance of developing various technologies that are key to the offshore wind industry. On the 10th of August, the Danish Energy Agency will hold a market dialogue on a potential transition scheme for the Open Door Scheme before it's going to be suspended. RWE and Windhunter Academy have taken proactive action to tackle the problem of lack of skilled workers in the renewable energy industry, which, as we know, is quite an important challenge. Annual clean energy investments in emerging and developing economies will need to more than triple to as much as 2.8 trillion USD by the early 2030s, uh, according to the International Energy Agency and International Finance Corporation, to meet the rising energy needs to align with the climate goals set out in the Paris Agreement. World's Energy Transitions Outlook calls for annual renewable power additions, additions of 1000 gigawatts by 2030 to keep the 1.5 Celsius climate target within reach. Hexagon uh, is uh, announcing that the Freya Offshore, the joint venture with mainstream renewable power, has submitted an application for the offshore wind farm in the Baltic Sea named Cirrus, off the south coast of Sweden. With its potential to deliver 10 terawatt hours annually, uh, the wind farm can provide renewable and cost-effective energy to over 2 million households annually. Lloyd's Register has been authorized by the Polish Ministry of Infrastructure to conduct certification of offshore wind farms in accordance with the requirements introduced by the Polish Ministry in 2022. 
and Poland has received 4.4 billion in Polish Zloty in funding from the EU's Connecting Europe facility for transportation projects. Iberdola Deutschland and Stahl Holdings Saar SHS uh, have concluded a long-term power supply agreement. The cooperation between the two companies is set for 15 years and covers an, an annual consumption of 200 gigawatt hours. And as of the 1st of September, RWE has appointed Dr. Thomas Michel, COO of the company's offshore wind business. Uh, the new board division has been set up in recognition of the growing number of offshore wind farms operated by RWE and to place even more management focus on the large number of projects that, that are under construction. And as the Russian aggression continues, we continue to closely follow all information related to Russia's war against Ukraine and its consequences, which are relevant for the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. We stand with Ukraine. And once again, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more updates and information about the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. Don't forget to follow us and stay updated on the latest news and episodes. And don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or comments. Thank you for listening. Thank you.